0: Log Talk Radio
1: Good evening, and welcome to another edition of Fightin' Words from the Fightin' Words News Network. Fightin' Words is brought to you each and every night of the week. In grateful appreciation to the men and women of the United States Armed Forces, men and women police and fire services, the doctors and nurses at the hospital, and the first people who take care of us from the first line of COVID, the first responders, the people who clean up after, the doctors and nurses, and first responders, and of course, all these wonderful people at the supermarket, to keep the stuff shelves stocked stock during this pandemic. Uh, tonight, we have the honor of, of uh, broadcasting and dedicating this the entire show to a, a group of people that really and truthfully, we owe everything we've got. And that would be our veterans, our Blue, our blue Star family, which means they have a, a child serving in the, ser- in the service, and especially the Gold Star parents who lost a member of their family uh, in the service. Uh, we thank you very much for your services. We could never repay you for what you've done for us. Whether you're an active veteran or whether you're of active duty, we appreciate each and every one of you. And thank you for listening. We and we'll be—you'll uh, always be in our prayers. Guys, tonight uh, got a big night there, uh, don't you think, Katie? Very, very big
0: night. Yeah.
2: Yeah, we got um Adesanya versus Alex Pereira, you know, that whole whole feud between them, you know, get it get it settled in Octagon. Because before this leading up to it, Izzy used to fight in China along with Alex Pereira. And in that in that time frame when he was kickboxing in China, uh, Alex Pereira and them fought and Alex Pereira won two times and knocked Izzy out both times. Um I don't know how many times they fought. Maybe they only fought the two times. But I know that uh, that Ferreira that knocked him out, not once, but twice. Um, and, and, uh, and another amazing fight that is going to be an amazing fight, you don't even have to watch it to know it's going to be an amazing fight, it is, uh, Dustin, is uh, Dustin Poirier versus Michael Chandler. Now Michael Chandler might be the most exciting UFC fighter of all time. He's never had a bad Mm -hmm. fight ever, even when he was in Bellator. Never had a boring fight in his entire career. So props to Michael Chandler for holding that. Uh, But I guess we'll start with that fight. I, 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 I see that fight going either way. Now, if they go and just stand in the middle and they just throw down, then I could definitely see Dustin Poirier getting the better of Michael Chandler. But I think it's a lot... A lot of people said that when Justin Gaethje fought uh, Michael Chandler. And if you guys fought, if you guys watched that fight, that was one of the best three-round fights in UFC history, in my opinion. Uh, I'm pretty sure one fight of the year. Um, But, you know, everyone thought that Michael Chandler was going to get pieced up. He thought he was going to get, you know, his ass beat if it came to boxing. But, you know, he actually went in there and he he swung. He ended up losing that fight, but he did. He, I would say that he, you know, he, was on par with Justin Gaethje with the striking. Uh, so I, I can really see that fight going either way. But if that fight goes to the ground, Michael Chandler does have the, uh, the, the 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 advantage. And Alex Ferreira versus Israel Adesanya. That is a fight I definitely do not see going to the ground unless one of them gets knocked down. Um, but, you know, with this trend of Izzy kind of just laying back and doing just enough to win the fight, you know, he's turned into a very uh, defensive fighter, you know, since he's been the champion. And, you know, I'm not I'm not knocking that, but that's, that's you know, I, it's completely the opposite of what Michael Chandler does. Now, mm-hmm. I don't blame um, Izzy for doing that because he is the champion. And, you know, you kind of just want to do what you want to – you do what you do so you can win, and then you just coast through the fight like he does. But, you know, he's being crowned as the most boring UFC champion of all time. Now – Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that fight it's definitely not going to the ground. Now if it if it goes like how it did in China, then it's gonna be a very good night for Alex Pereira. But that I can see that fight going either way as well. But um if if I had to really thought how if I really think how that fight was really gonna go, it's probably gonna be Izzy staying not in the center and walking away from him, you know, giving in his you know, getting in his shots and doing what he can to win and he's probably gonna win by decision. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Bob? Um, I agree with a lot what what Katie
3: said. Um, exciting night. Uh, going back to uh, Poirier versus Chandler again. Chandler has proved himself against Gagey. Um, Poirier, though, as far as them going to the ground, you know, um, again these are two top athletes. So um, I, I, I'm just really excited to to see that that fight. Um, and then. Uh, over past the co-main event, which is uh, Carlos Sparza versus Willy Zhang. And, and uh, Willy is, is a phenomenal Chinese fighter, making great, uh, I mean, the best female Chinese fighter we've ever had, um, doing great stuff. And then Carlos Sparza is, is, is uh, just phenomenal as well. So that's going to be a very action-packed fight, too. A strawway, expect a lot of punches and kicks to be thrown. But that'll be an exciting fight. Then on to our. Uh, main event, yes. Uh, uh, everything that uh Hayden said with Pierre or Pierre beating up uh, Izzy back in the day. So Alex Pierre was kind of fast tracked to the UFC to try to make this matchup. Um, I think, in my opinion, you know, got the cream of the crop size, the, the perfect timing, climbed the ladder. I'm not saying he's not good. um He's definitely pretty good, but I think Izzy's come a long way since they've they've met up. Uh, and Pierre, you know, Pierre, Pier, I keep messing that up. But anyway, um, and, and it's going to put on a good show. But like uh, Caden said, you know, Izzy's uh, g- going back and, and you know, and just doing enough to win. He's getting crowned the most boring champion. But uh, still, it's, it's a champion. Nonetheless, boring or not, I, I'll still give that to CSP. You know what I mean? It's the most boring champion. Mm-hmm. So a champion still a champion. Um, and then, uh, you know, win by a point, you know, um, and uh, – then, um, but as far as Pierre, so I think Izzy's going to dance around, do his thing. Pierre's going to dominate the center and have to bring the fight to, to Izzy. Um, hopefully, Izzy gets that uh, that that knockout and gets some retribution in there. But that'll be a very exciting fight. It'll be a great night um, heading that way now to get a nice seat and front row seat to to at the at the sports bar, <laughs>
2: best, best viewing there is, and uh, we'll be there. Front the center here shortly. You know, you know the only reason why I overlapped that Carlos Sparza fight, and I didn't talk about it, is for the last time Carlos Sparza fought was against Rose Namajunas, and that was one of the worst UFC fights I've ever seen. Very true, very
4: true.
0: Yeah,
2: hey,
4: so yeah, you're the technical um, expert. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to uh, step in real quick, if y- y'all don't mind. I just have to say something about the um, – and Caden referenced the Michael Chandler fight. The way I see that, I, I, to be honest, I see the rare takedown. I don't see anybody staying down. These guys are going to get up off of their takedowns. It's not going to be a ground patrol thing. My thing is this much: Michael Chandler can't box with Justin Gaethje, and he's going to try to. Michael Chandler he, uh, he, he has his physical event, he's a short guy, but Michael Chandler gets in, and like, he he knows he judges this as well. The problem is this. Justin Gaethje can box better, and Michael Chandler's going to try. It's as simple as that. And I don't see it going well for Michael Chandler. I'm, I'm going to be totally honest. I, he's going to get knocked out this fight. Uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm predicting. I, no, I, I might have to eat that crow. But I'm predicting <laughs> Michael Chandler is go, he's go, he's going to go to sleep on that mat tonight. Now, mm-hmm. as far as Israel... I agree with everything that Bob and Caden, literally Israel, he's not (laughs) playing a danger game tonight. He's not playing that danger game. You know, at times he felt confident against guys like Whitaker. I mean, you could see when he did. Um, He's not doing that. He has the ability to stay away from Perra and and win a points battle. That's what he's going to do tonight. If he's a wise fighter, that's what he's going to do tonight. He might see some opportunities. You know how fighters are. You see opportunities, you might take them. But if, if, if the risk outweighs certain things, and you're winning a point battle, and you have the lungs to keep going, that's important. But yeah, them lungs, Israel can win. He can win a dance off. Israel can win a mm-hmm. dance off. So, mm-hmm. I mean, real talk. I, I I just think I I, I I'm I'm predicting Israel to win a dance off. And I'm predicting Poirier to go and knock Chandler out. Mm-hmm. I, and I don't do it, it? but I, I see those a little clear tonight. I see those clear. I see. Nice. I yeah. see what you
2: mean on that Michael Chandler going to sleep thing because you know he did he did get pieced up by by Tony Ferguson that last fight. You know I'm not gonna lie, he won that last fight by that knockout. But I don't know if you guys remember that first round. It was it was looking a little bit rough all the way until the end. For for Michael Chandler,
0: exactly. you know, he got dropped. He came out
4: of he got nowhere. By Tony. He
2: came out of nowhere with that. You're right. He, he got dropped. Yeah, he, he did come out of nowhere. That front kick from hell. He came out. He came straight out of nowhere. I don't, but I mean, if, if you hit anybody with that front kick, they're going to sleep. I don't care how good of a chin you have.
4: You, you're right, but okay. Poirier is educated too. I I, yeah. I like Poirier's boxing, I, and and the only thing is Chandler's going to stand up with Poirier. You're going yeah, to have your yeah, leg kicks yeah. by both of them. I mean, but to be honest, it's going to end up a fist of cuffs. I hate to say it, but these guys, are, they, they want to knock each other's heads off. It, it, when it comes down to certain things that these guys want to do,
0: they, they, they
4: want to bang it out.
0: You know, I, I, when it I comes...
2: mean, Chandler, Chandler's exciting, but he's, I don't think he's stupid. Yeah, I think
4: if he sees himself losing this fight, he will take it to the top. Yeah, yeah, I I see these guys. They, they do the occasional takedown but like neither one can keep each other down. Neither no, I don't yeah, think yeah. either one like yeah. yeah. I think either one go, is gonna pop up. They're not like mm. like they, they they are capable of ground control, but they, they're not gonna you know what I mean. Like, I, I don't think they're gonna keep yeah. ground control. M-
2: majority of the fight
4: would definitely be on the feet. Yeah. See?
1: All right, let's go back to the to try the boxing side for a few minutes and go to uh, Tony. What do you think about uh, Dimitri Bivol versus uh, uh, Arthur Bedev, uh, which is coming up uh, probably the first
5: of the year? We assume they a fantastic fight. Um, I think I'm gonna to lean towards Bival on this one. He's just disciplined and keeps showing it every week he's fighting. The guy is uh, mm-hmm. he's a beast. Not to put down a bitter beaver anyone, but um, Bill right now is on his game. I don't think he's going to be stopped for a while.
1: What do you think,
4: Ted? Uh, Z? This is a fight where I think that, um, first of all, Bivol looked like, was he fought uh, uh, last week? He fought um, Ramirez. He looked like he had some spite with him. With that said, he really stayed on his game. He didn't do anything outside of what he does, but he did it with a little spite um, mm-hmm. Better be of, we're going to see how tough the is. We're going to see how he is going to react to a punch because he's going to be beating better, better be ever. but we all, like, like we we, we see better be a fight and, one thing that's easy to forget when you see him fight is that he has a, a, a spectacular amateur pedigree. Mm-hmm. When you have an amateur pedigree with that kind of power, you find your shots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You find your shot. And he's going to find his shot. I mean, first of all, Bivol's not knocking better uh, we out. If he does, it's going to be an accumulation thing. Maybe not even that. He didn't knock Ramirez out. He he didn't knock Joe Smith out. Guys that are e- easier to get to with less danger. He didn't knock Canelo out. Bivol he will hurt you, but he's not gonna he's not gonna put it all out there to do that. He, he's he's going to stay on his plan. The only thing is when that plan gets disrupted, we're going to see what's going to happen. Because better be is good enough. He's going to catch Bivol. Bivol is going to feel something all through. You know, Bivol is going to look like control. We we know how Bivol does, but better be at yeah, he he's good enough that where he's going to get Bivol. He's going to get a touch on him. Mm-hmm. Now, when he gets a touch, we're going to see what's going to go on with Bivol. He might like he might go on and keep doing what he's doing. He might get wobbled. Mm-hmm. but better be at first. The as I say, amateur pedigree with power that's better be have always been dangerous his problem has been health and his health is is messed with him until you know like he's older too mm-hmm. so he's lost a, a big chunk of his career to health at the same time i haven't seen a fight with this guy to where he's out of the fight mm-hmm. i've seen him being out boxed until So okay. uh, no, nah, I, I I can't get Bivol. Like I, I love Bivol, and, and as good as yeah. he is, Bivol is is going to do, keep doing what he's doing. I've seen better BS switch it up. Yeah. Bivol has never had to. I've seen better BS switch it up, and yeah. Yeah, that's all that happens every kind of say. So I, I can't say who's going to win or lose yet, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that fight me. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad they making that one. All
0: right.
1: How about uh Tony, how about uh Tiafimo Lopez versus uh Jose Pedrazo uh January twelfth,
5: tenth. That's another one that'll be a good one. Um uh, Tfimo, Tfimo Lopez, if you know Lopez is bringing his A game with him, I would be leaning in his corner as to winning it. Just um, mm-hmm. it depends. It seems like he seems. It's either like really really good or he's off. If he's off, I think it's going to go the other way. But if he brings his A game, I think he'll definitely he'll take the uh, the W on that one. Okay.
1: Yeah, Bob. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a. It to be a a raging war of words uh, leading up to a possible uh, match between Usman and uh, Covington. Uh, What's your thoughts? Who in Covington? Uh, Usman and Covington. Oh, and
3: Covington. Um, Yeah, yeah, uh, possibly. I mean, I haven't heard a whole lot about that. I thought – yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I don't hear about that one. I was kind of focused on the Jorge Master ball one. I
0: know,
5: I
3: knew it is. Who's nailing his hair?
0: <laughs>
3: yeah. So, yeah. Are, is that what we're talking about, Master ball? Oh. And we have four more. Oh, Good. Hello. Yeah. Sorry, I don't. I don't. As far as Covington and. Uh, are concerned, I mean, I'm not sure about that one. I apologize,
1: okay so what do you think? Kayden?
2: Um, that fight's not gonna happen um, that I don't see that fight probably ever happening again um just because of you know he beat him three times in a row.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, the next person for Uzman is one hundred percent. Uh, Leon Edwards, without a doubt in my mind. Um, mm. But the next person for Covington should be Hamzat, mm. and then whoever
0: beats whoever,
2: whoever wins that fight should, should fight the champ. Mm. And if it's Covington, it's Covington. But I I don't think that should, that fight should happen.
3: Yeah, but well, with Leon Edwards being the champ right now, um, you know he's. He's got uh, his game bread, enter game bread, good old uh, Masval. I mean, Masval's on a three-fight losing streak, but he's talking a lot of smack out there that he either wants uh, Gilbert Burns, uh, uh, Connor, or little bitch Connor McGregor, I think he was quoted as saying, uh, you know, he'd like to fight that midget is what he said. And then uh and then Leon Edwards. And Leon Edwards said he might give him a shot before the uh, trilogy of Usman and uh Edwards. Um but uh Usman they don't know how long Usman's gonna take off. Right now they're talking about I think it's uh uh, uh was it London or so I can't remember, somewhere in, in April. Um that they're, they're UFC the next UFC they're talking about. And um but yeah, so because Umuosin uh, deserves the trilogy fight uh, after he lost in April uh, at UFC 278, um, but um, we, we don't, we're not sure when he's going to come back. And then uh, Leon Edwards and uh, uh, Jorge Maslow have some bad bloods. They started back in 2019 after they both fought in London. Um, so they're just talking smack on the on the uh, internet and and, and uh, um jorge masvidal is is, you know still trying to do the bad guy thing and try to get a money fight before he's pretty much booted to the curb he wants Mm -hmm. to get back into the ring i
2: don't know if you remember um it was a while ago at a press conference that they actually got into a a little fight like just out in public uh jorge masvidal Mm -hmm. and uh leon edwards
3: yeah Mm
0: -hmm. They, they definitely
3: got some bad blood but uh leon edwards was quoted is saying he'd have to fight like uh, Gilbert Burns or uh somebody in like December or January and get the win and then he'd give him uh he'd give him a title shot if if he begged. He, you know, in quotes. Gotta beg.
2: So Yeah. <laughs> but he would definitely need some fights to get there before you know, but yeah, I don't think they can just throw him at Leonard now with his resume looking like it is. Right, right.
3: Apparently, uh, uh, Jorge and, and uh, Gilbert Burns have a verbal agreement, but you know you know how that works because um, they got mm-hmm. bad blood. Pretty much everyone's got bad blood with Masvidal, so um, that's just kind of his his style.
1: Okay. Hey, uh, uh, Z, um, Keith Thurman and uh, Earl Spence. We're going to, to go back into the ring together at 154. Now, um, Bradley opened his mouth uh, uh, yesterday and said he thinks that uh, Earl Spence will knock uh, Keith Thurman out. What's your thoughts?
4: Earl Spence has, has business to deal with tell, uh, Terrence Crawford first at 147. Um, mm-hmm. After that, him and Keith Thurman want to go to 154 and fight. <clears throat> yeah. That Really, to me, is neither one of their effective weights. To be honest, I, mm-hmm. I don't think that against each other, yes, but mm-hmm. anybody else that weighs naturally weighs one fifty four. No, um, if they fought at their natural weights, I'm all, I'm going to pick Errol Spence. Okay. At this moment in time, he's more active. More active and he's more active with better competition at this very moment. Keith mm-hmm. hasn't seen anybody right now. Lately, mm-hmm. Late lately he like the last person he saw was Manny Pacquiao. What was that, two years ago? So
0: mm-hmm. I
4: mean El, yeah, L. Spence has been fighting better competition more lately. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I have to pick L. Spence at this moment. At this point in time. Now if they move up in weight, I have to pick L. Spence. He, I think he's more effective at a heavier weight against a lighter guy. I think him and Keith—they are similar to weight. I think L a bigger guy, naturally. I think he can transfer that weight to be more effective against a lighter guy. If he runs into like a, a, a Charlo at that weight, no, no, I can't. I, I would. I, I'm going to bet against him. I just can't see L Smith. You know, his style doesn't match up against certain guys of that
0: weight.
4: Actually, most guys of that weight. So, I mean, but I think right now it's not a matter of the weight when you talk about him and Keith. It's a matter of what happens with uh, Crawford first. And then Keith has to get more active. It's as simple as that. He has to fight more people right now. Right now, Keith's been off the charts. That's all.
0: Mhm. Okay. All right.
4: It's uh, uh oh, oh 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 I'm I'm sorry. And I wanted to go back great. to the uh Terra Lopez and Pedraza fight. Right. I'm gonna put it this way. That's another until fight. If it goes a decision, there's no way Terra Lopez wins the decision against Pedraza. Mm-hmm. There's no way. I, 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 I watch Pedraza is much more, he's much, he's, he's a lot cleaner than, um, who, oh man, who, uh, the Australian guy just for, um, Devin Haynes. George, yeah. I'm drawing it. Yeah. Yeah. Tough? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, Pedraza is a cleaner, more polished guy. He's longer. Um, the only thing is, Pedraza, he's not tough. He's like his—he doesn't have a durable shell. Mm-hmm. But his game, he, he box part for part of, uh, for a while with Lomachenko. Lomachenko was scared to see the t- Lopez until round eight. Pedraza's mm-hmm. not that guy. Pedraza, if, if, if Terrafimo lays mitts on him, he's—he's he's gonna hurt Pedraza. But Pedraza's, like he's well capable of of twelve rounds not having that happen. Mm-hmm. Like, like I I I I I can't in a boxing match. It's hard for me to pick Terfimo Lopez against uh mm-hmm. until all the like now Terfimo has those capabilities to go ahead and shut all that now. As I mm-hmm. said, Pedraza's shell is a little crazy, mm-hmm. but. Terfimo can't box with job. Can't box with him. That's all I wanna say about that one.
1: Okay. All right. Uh Bob, what do you think about uh Pitbull versus uh Islam Makachevich?
3: Sorry, I had you on mute. Uh, the um, yeah, Makachev is just uh going up there. As far as uh bull, you're talking, is that Covington? Yes. Yeah, so that 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 fight I want to see because um, that's a that'll be um, fantastic. I mean, Makachev is kicking ass and taking names. Covington has got that great cardio, so that'll get you know really really pushed into uh, an exciting fight.
2: Mm. Okay, Yeah, you know, I would I would I would like to see that fight definitely because they're both kind of you know. In in the same realm, I would say. Um, mm-hmm. the, but a fight I would I would much rather see is Volkanovski moving up and trying to become double champ against Makachev. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a better fight and, and a more exciting fight.
4: That would be insane. Um,
1: you know, let me ask you something. The uh, Alexander Yusik, uh says that uh, he really doesn't want to hurt Fury. Uh, is, is that a, a good statement, or is that just a bravado talking?
4: I mean, two guys at that level, they can hurt each other or they can't. It's as mm-hmm. simple as that. Is, is usta capable of hurting Fury? I mean, without getting hurt back. Uh, That's an interesting matchup. Both guys, to be Mm -hmm. heavyweights, we understand Usa came from the cruiserweights, but for both guys to be heavyweights, they are exceptionally light on their feet for heavyweights nowadays. We think of uh, Klitschko as an outside boxer. He was. He wasn't a light on his feet boxer then. When you think about like, Vitaly Cusco or, or Vladimir, think about the Cusco brothers. These guys, they knew how to box on the outside. They weren't like, right on their feet guys though. They, they were actually kind of solid feet guys who knew how to box on the outside, knew how to use their jabs, and just keep you at distance. They hit you with their power mm-hmm. shots when they had it set up, and when you came inside, they grabbed you. It was simple as that. They knew the game. But they weren't mm-hmm. a flight-of-feet guy. You have Usyk and Fury who are actually two flight-of-feet guys for heavyweight. To be so big, these guys, and they both both of these guys could do it for, for 12 rounds.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Neither guy, neither guy now, neither guy mm-hmm. are, are the biggest punchers for the heavyweight division. Fury's a big guy. That's where his power comes from. But neither guy is a big puncher for their heavyweight, you know, in respective terms, to be heavyweight. Mm-hmm. Now, wearing, wearing 265 and two, 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 like what, 230, he, he's naturally going to hit hard.
0: But, mm-hmm.
4: you know what I mean? You we're talking about Wilder, you know, guys who, you know, no. Nah, they're not those guys. But, those, I mean, you're gonna get skill. You're gonna get skill, and you're gonna to have to see. I mean, we we saw how, you know, and not, no disrespect to Anthony Joshua, but we saw Usyk navigate tall, and Joshua couldn't move like that. Fury can move. Fury can move, or like his feet are on par with Usyk, and mm-hmm. he's six nine. He has he has a size advantage, so. Like, we're going to have to see Usa navigate that one. That's going to be the interesting part to me of that fight. How does Usa navigate a guy who's that is pretty good, but, I mean, he has a size advantage? Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, uh, uh, Bob, uh, I guess another one I wanted
1: to ask you, about was uh, Pereira versus uh, Adesanya. Curb uh, vs. Adesanya. Who uh, tonight's fight? Uh, is it
3: Pereira? Yeah, it's Pereira. We yeah, we were talking about him earlier, and that's going to be a phenomenal fight with Pierre. But, but again, like we said earlier, I think uh, pierre has been kind of jumped to the top to fight Adesanya because uh, a big money maker, and like Caden said earlier, because back in the day when they used to fight kickboxing, Pereira uh, knocked him out twice. Uh, but Izzy, like we said earlier, is going to pretty much just uh, uh, go out and fight smart, and point battle this, and uh, uh, hopefully, you know, I'd, I'd like to see a knockout either way. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm.
0: I, I like mm-hmm. I
3: like Izzy on top, you know, right now.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, there are okay. levels to this. I, I I I totally agree. There are levels to this. Mm-hmm. All okay. right. Um. Well,
1: let's, uh, let's stick with that one then. Uh, uh, Maggie and uh, Rodriguez, um, Caden, what's, what's your thoughts on that one?
2: That, the, that 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 fight happened last week. That was that was that was a, a, actually a very good fight. Now, I was I was I was rooting for D. God uh, coming into the fight, you know, and I feel like he he did get a lot of backlash for that for him fighting. Um, a uh, Li Jing Liang, not that long ago, in that Hamzat card, that kind of got all shuffled up when Hamza was supposed to fight Diaz, but instead Tony fought him. Um, but uh, yeah, and you know, and Deevad he kind of he kind of went in there, and he was a little bit hesitant, and at first I think they both were, and they kind of started letting it go, and and then it finally got into the ground in the third round, and. Magny jumps on top of the opportunity, and put him in a submission right there. That was, it was actually, I think that was the best fight of that card. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
2: I'm pretty sure that card was the one that was supposed to be headlined by Bryce Mitchell, um, and that fight got canceled sadly. So that, that was that was going to be a good fight, but uh, yeah, Neil Magny mm-hmm. versus Daniel Rodriguez. That was, yeah, that was his third round submission. Very good fight.
0: Okay.
1: Hey Bob, what's your thoughts on uh, uh, Carlos Holberg's, uh, uh last round here? He uh, had a brutal knockout uh, in UFC uh, 281. Uh, yeah, I don't
3: remember off the top of your head. Sorry, we're on the we're on the road again, Frank, and I can't look at my notes. It's just dark.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, let yes, me uh, one of the things I want to do. I got that one. Okay. How about, uh, how about you, Caden? Uh, what's your thoughts on that
2: one? Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was kind of zoned out. What, what were we talking about? Um,
1: I, should, I forget which one I had here. Oh, that's right. Yeah, there was a, a, a fight last week uh Carlos Olberg ULBERG he just beat the hell out of a guy and, and really knocked him out in uh, in 281
2: 281 I don't I don't know if I remember that fight Okay I uh, is add, is? I do know I do know uh next weekend we have uh Derek Lewis headlining a uh a Fight Code after you know he's his first... His first fight back from that, uh, from that that a horrible call from the refs. You know, he was he was. He, I will admit that he got stumbled that last fight. He got hit pretty hard, mm-hmm. but you know, it's kind of Derek Lewis's thing to get hit and act like he's hurt, or you know, pretend like he's hurt. And he was in the process of standing up, and, and the, mm-hmm. the ref called the fight, which I don't I don't think was a, a good stoppage by by the refs because we we've, we've definitely seen. You know more than I can count. Uh, Derek Lewis mm-hmm. comeback fight. like when Derek Lewis fought Alexander Volkov. Um, I- I'm pretty sure that was a five round fight, and in the fifth round, it, you know Derek Lewis was getting you know, getting his ass beat all five rounds of the of the entire fight, and comes out and knocks Alexander Volkov out in in the fifth round, knocks him out cold. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if there's if there's good refereeing. And Derek Lewis is 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 just doing Derek Lewis things. I think Derek Lewis can get the can get the, the win on that, but um, he is definitely going up against a young up and coming prospect in uh, Steve Ak. But uh, it's definitely okay. gonna be a hard fight for for Lewis. But I think he can come out on, on top. Okay. Uh,
1: what do you think of this. yeah? The uh, next uh, up for Deontay Wilder is probably Andy Ruiz. Um, what's your thoughts on
5: that one? I can tell you what's going to happen when that fight. Wilder's going to knock you out cold. You never even going to see it coming. You'll be dropped in the four. Okay.
4: What do you think, uh, Z? I Um, I predict Wilder by decision. Andrew Ruiz is going to make it. For one simple fact, Andrew Ruiz. If he had lungs, he would be the heavyweight champion of the world if he had lungs. One thing mm-hmm. Andrew Reeves doesn't do, he doesn't get knocked out. That's the... And, 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 and most of that is attributed to him not catching the clean like that. Water's going to hit him with something going to drop. Oh, he, oh, he, oh, his butt is going to touch Matt. Andrew Reeves gets up now. Like he, he's not the guy, he's going to stank him out. But Mm-hmm. Water, water is capable. Like Andrew weeds is not going to be able to get the water. Water is he, he, two conditions. Simple as this. Conditioning is going to gonna death. Conditioning and the threat of his power. That's it. What like water doesn't need to do much more than dance around the ranks
0: you No, know, just
4: have a because Andrew Leeds is—he's not going to be able to get to him. He's just not. Mm-hmm. He
5: I <laughs> won't take a shot like Fury. If, he, if there's any shots from Walters, like it got thrown towards Fury's direction, Ruiz will not get up from that. I, I that I'll take a sandwich <laughs> on that
4: one for sure. Mm-hmm. You know what? I I I I, 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 I have to disagree. I think Andy Ruiz is not going. to – Well, first of all. I don't think he's going to catch it like Fury. Andrew Ruiz has tremendous defense for a heavyweight. Second of all, he's tough as hell. Andrew Ruiz is tough as nails. He, he's a guy that he will get caught. He, he's going to try doing something, and he won't get caught. He's a guy who's going to get up. And when he gets up, he's going to do something different. But he does <laughs> it by his feet, and his urgency is not going to press the fight enough. And Deontay Wilder, you know, he's, he's not going to have enough opportunities to let, you know, let that light go. He's you know, he's going to see some things, but some things are going to be dangerous to him, too. So, he can, he's, I can see him just kind of staring, you know, Andy Ruiz just with power, with that power in his seat, It's conditioning.
5: That's the only time I think I've ever disagreed with you, Z. But we'll see. I don't know. I got, you know,
4: plop, plop, oh, fizz, not... fizz. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, no problem, no problem. Listen, I, I, I'm i going to eat close sometime. Nah, you can probably go. Well,
5: probably be me. But I just don't think if Wilder throws that hard shot again, like we saw with Tyson. I don't yeah. think Ruiz will get up from that. And I just think I will give it a couple of rounds um, before it gets to, to that point. I think it will be at least four. But uh, if that Wilder shot comes
4: out and he gets a solid shot in, Ruiz is going down and he ain't getting up. Mm-hmm. Well, well, Tony, you're betting in the right direction because everybody that Wilder sees, every single guy yeah. that Wilder sees, has a has has had to has had to deal with the canvas. So so I, I like I'm betting against I'm talking against the odds. So, uh, I can't you know I can't say you're wrong at all. <laughs>
5: uh, let's see, we got the good fellow on. Yes, sir, we do. Brian, good fellow, Pirella, man, how are you? Oh, hold on, there you
1: go. Here you go. He didn't hear you. Hey,
5: champ.
6: How you doing, sir? What's up? What's up? How y'all doing?
5: Good, man. Pretty how have you been?
6: Pretty good, man. Good. Notes on the grind. The, uh,
5: what's the latest and greatest? Because we hear, uh, we've heard some rumors floating around on the internet here about fighting Fundora. I've heard gay and I've heard nay. What's, what's up? Oh, uh, yeah. I was supposed to fight Fundora.
6: And uh parties agreed, supposedly, and... Uh, you know, but then it kind of fell off because the WBC. I guess you have to have a certain positioning in the WBC to get the fight. But I signed. The, I signed my. I signed a dotted line on my side. So, um, but it's all good. we just waited for another opportunity to pop up.
5: There any other? Uh, any other names that have been thrown in your direction or?
6: Not yet. Not yet. But I, I know something's coming soon, and uh, man, I'm ready to go. Ready to go.
5: Excellent. Excellent. Everything else is going well though. Training still with uh, Roy Jones up there in Pensacola. Uh
6: a little bit. I, I've been mainly down in South Florida though. You know, I, it's uh easier to get around. Uh, I've got my family here and I got a really good support system now. But I still keep in touch with Roy and stuff. So. Uh,
0: but mainly down here in
6: South Florida, yeah.
1: Ryan, Where do you where do you train in in South Florida?
6: I right now I'm training I've been all over the place, uh, moving and stuff. I have, but right now I'm training at Sweet Science Foxy gym. Uh, Billy Lau, he's a former, uh, title contender. Um, uh, he owns the gym and, uh, mm-hmm. working with him and, you know, doing my own training, doing training on my own in my garage, you know, doing hard, old school, man. Mhm.
1: You When you're down there, do you run into, uh, uh, Oh man, it just blew my mind. Uh, Z what was what's the uh, the guy down in uh Miami, the
0: uh,
1: uh the traveler we just were uh yeah, uh, uh, I'm
0: trying
1: He was he's been on with us, he was on with us the first year, he was on with us almost every week.
6: Uh ah oh, from Miami. Yeah, I'm not Sure. I go to Miami often though. I get uh-huh. sparring and stuff. And, uh, mm-hmm.
1: To the hangout spot. But Chocolito was, I'm, was uh, actually sparring down there for a while. Who's
6: that? Um, Chocolito? Oh, Chocolito. Lito? Gonzalez. Oh, Chocolito. Oh, Chocolito. oh he, he might have. He probably went, like, to the Fifth Street Gym or something. I mean, there's a yeah, lot of good gyms out there. exactly right. where he goes. Yeah. Ah, there Glenn it is. John, Glenn Johnson is
1: yeah. the other guy I was trying to think of.
6: Oh, Glenn Johnson, yeah. Yeah, he's. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of different guys that go through the 5th the Street gym. I went up there a mm-hmm. few weeks ago and got some work in, but, uh, you know, it's like one of those gyms where you just, you know, there's a lot of different uh, top fighters that just kind of come through a lot of good traffic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know. Hey, Bernie, you I, know, no problem, uh, I
5: know you uh, yeah. would fight anybody, but that comes your way, anybody you could sign, but who have you really got your eye on right now that you'd like to uh, to get in there and smack around a little bit?
6: <laughs> I mean, it, it's hard to say because I don't, like, I don't focus on one particular fighter. Like, I like honestly, truly, truly, I just want to get in the ring and put on a crazy performance, get a knockout, get a stoppage, and then I'll be a little more content, and then I can start uh Calling for these other guys because like I try to already get fight with Fedora and I couldn't get that so it's like at this point I just got to fight get somebody in the ring and you know just handle business you know and once yeah. I get into the you know I just got to break into the top 10 once I'm in the top 10 or at least top 15 which I'm hovering right around then I'm like then I'm able free to basically fight anybody in the top 10 so that's you know, right now calling any of the top guys kind of pointless because I, I already tried to get the number one uh, contender and I'll sign to fight him and I couldn't get that. So I just got to get another fight in. That's basically where
0: yeah. I'm
5: at. That's what I love about you, man, because, I mean, I know you'll do it. You say you'll do it. You know, you'll sign and you'll do it where a lot of these people, for one reason or another, like uh, the Spence and Crawford thing, you know, they're talking about signing and they're going to do this, they're going to do that. And then somebody's backing out and there's rumors on who did what. And, I mean, with you, I mean, you know, you'll do it. That's that's what we love about you, man. You're, you know, straight A. Yeah. Gonna do this.
6: I appreciate it, man. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm in. That's what I'm in here for. That's what I. That's what I box for. (laughs) You know, I can't be running away from different guys or trying to. I get it from like a uh, business perspective. You know, but at the same time, you know, it's you should challenge yourself against. And that's how it yeah. used to be, uh, or more so, you know, with, like, the fabulous four and stuff. And, yeah, you know, the, a lot of guys are just all fighting each other. Um, but these days, it's it's very different these days. And I think it's because kind of like, for one, the Mayweather thing with undefeated and, you know, protect it kind of having the O, the prestige of having the O. And I think that's a big thing for the business. And then now it's, like, the social media era, and social media boxing and youtube and uh i i don't even know like all kinds of boxers i would say are getting a lot of hype and fighting and it's uh it's created a big outlet for a lot of people that a lot of new boxing fans but they're they're crossing over from social media and youtube so it's just a whole nother it's a whole nother change of, a, of an era i believe in boxing
5: yeah i would agree with that for sure now before you came on um, Frank and the boys that were talking a little bit about uh, Errol Spence taking on um, um, who was it Frank that you were? Oh, Keith Thurman. Keith Thurman. Um Give yeah. your thoughts. And I know you fought. You sparred with Thurman, right?
6: Yeah, I sparred with Thurman. I fought Earl. In the amateurs. Uh
4: go Oh, fight. I didn't
5: even know yeah.
4: that. Really, you're, you're oh, in yeah,
5: amateurs. I saw, you amateurs? You uh, and Earl went at it. I fought a few times. I yeah. fought in Olympic trials too.
4: That You have uh, a unique okay. perspective, man. <laughs> yeah, man.
6: Yeah, yeah. And they were both of them guys. Uh, that'd be a hell of a fight. You know, hopefully it happens. <laughs> hopefully it happens. Well, I, yeah. Stylistically, it's like uh, almost like opposites at this point. It, you
4: know. At this point? Yeah, you're yeah, yeah, absolutely right. At this point. Yeah, I mean, Keith, Keith used to be a little different. But he, yeah, he, he's, refined, he's refined his game a bit. hmm
6: yeah, he used to be very different, because he, man, like, I remember him from back in the amateurs, and he was just sleeping everybody, like, he was in a everybody, people were he scared, was in yeah, an amateur. yeah, oh, yeah, they, and people were still scared to fight him, uh, and in the pros, in the beginning, you know, starting off in the pros, he's was dropping everybody, but, you know, he kind of changed yeah. his style, he learned a lot of footwork and movement, and, um, so it's going to be interesting, he's got a lot of agility and a lot of good balance with his movement, uh. You know, what well, Earl Spence, you got to be able to hold, maintain it down the stretch, too, because Earl's going to be putting on that page. So it's going to be an interesting fight.
4: And, and what I said earlier is I have to give the Ed suspense at this point because he's more active.
6: Yeah, exactly. He's
4: he's uh, activity means a lot. Can you, can you speak on that and just let people know what activity means?
6: Well, activity means that you're going to be staying in the gym and you're going to be staying up. Uh, Focus for the most part, you know. A lot of times, when the guys don't have fights coming up, they don't have that incentive to stay sharp, stay in the gym, stay perfecting their craft, you know.
4: Sure. Uh,
6: and, and I think a lot of it's dependent on the fighter too. But um, yeah, it's important. It's very important because it keeps your it keeps your eyes on the on the ball.
4: Now, how often do okay. you spar?
6: How often do I spar? I spar. Well, I like to spar at least once a week. I don't like sparring too much because I believe it's a lot of wear and tear. And I believe it can, it can hurt you later on because you get a lot of hits. You're getting hit a lot of times. <laughs> and sparring, there's more damage happens to sparring in fights a lot of times. Like sparring all the time, yeah. can be, it can be good, but it can also be bad. I like to spar yeah. to gauge where I'm at and gauge what I'm doing and how it's working. Um, and make adjustments. It's kind of like the measuring stick to see how how my training is progressing and what I need to work on. But I don't look at it like I got to spar all the time because it just becomes just too much wear and tear, I believe, in and, and not for a good reason. If I have a fight coming up, that's – and now when I have a fight coming up, I like to get a hell of a round of sparring, you know. I, I like yeah. to get a lot of rounds, over 100 rounds. Elite.
4: Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's time and place, and me being a coach, um, there are different levels of sparring too. Yeah, like you, can, you can't have a guy going there and try every every time they spar, you try to knock somebody's head off. To, to a certain right. degree, You have to work on technique. You have to work mm-hmm. on things when you spar. If you don't, then you don't learn things in real time. That, that's that's the way I you know that's the way I learned. That's true.
6: No, it's true. It's true, and like. Something that I find real effective for myself, and it's already been proven with like the Cubans and uh, I believe Russians and stuff do it as well. It's kind of like you're sparring, but you're shadow boxing. You're you're not hitting each other, but you're in front of each other, moving around as if you're sparring. And for me, that just that visual, it touch helps game. so
4: much it's with the sharpness. It. That's it. All you want is yeah. touch,
6: touch, right? And that that's that's a perfect way to develop a lot of skills, a lot of sharpness without getting getting severe blows
4: to the body and the head you know exactly you don't get damaged. Like so when i say yeah different levels of spawn you you have to you play the touch game to learn scales to to a degree but you have mm-hmm. to get a little a little physical dealing with mm-hmm. things. a little yeah. physical and then you develop you, you get a little more gradually and you will get more a little physical that, that mm-hmm. that's the way i think
0: yeah
6: definitely You know, like you said, there's a time and a place. And um, sometimes you want to go light, and sometimes you want to get a little bit of rough in there because you don't want to lose in touch with reality, you know, of what it is. Because the other thing happens, you hit the bags in the mid so much, you forget what it's even like being in the ring, you know.
4: Exactly. There's a time and a place for everything. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, Brian,
5: what have you done differently the last – Maybe six months to a year because I this last time you came out and fought, you, your physique, everything has changed. I mean, way for the better. I mean, you dude, you were just, just ripped, and I was like, holy yeah. shit! This, I mean, you could definitely tell you've done something different. Is it the mm-hmm. coaching? Is it the nutrition? What? What? Elaborate a little bit about what you're doing.
6: From a physical standpoint. Uh, I would say nutrition and just the compound effect of training, uh, and from uh, from a technical perspective, of course, the coaching because uh, training with Roy Jones, to learned so many different things, different tasks of the game, and like uh, a lot of footwork and just a lot of different things. So it's a combination of both, really.
5: Yeah, did you did have an actual nutritionist this time around? Didn't you? If I'm not mistaken.
6: Uh, I have people help me with my nutrition, but I don't have, like, a quote-unquote nutritionist. Um, I just listen to my body. I, I'm pretty good. I've been doing my own nutrition for a lot, a large part of my career, um, yeah. and I work with, uh, you know, other people, and they, you know, they really help me get it really dialed in, 100%, and, uh, you know, I like to eat clean, train hard, and, you know, it's over time, you know, uh, the physique changes, I suppose.
5: Oh uh, Yeah, you could definitely see the gains this I mean, this last six months. I mean, it was significant. I
6: mm, appreciate that, man. I, mean, I appreciate it. I'm hoping yeah. to do that
5: again for the next one. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're ready to see you pounce on somebody for sure. Yeah, I can't wait. Definitely long overdue. Yeah, that's facts. <laughs>
6: I mean, shit, I would love to be way more active. Uh, but, you know, things like that happen. I was trying to fight, and then it falls through or, like, it's just boxing these days is just tough, man. It's tough to get to be in the ring constantly like I would, like I would like to, but uh, you know it, it's all good, man. I just I don't shy, but I'm always staying in the lab. I'm always you know working on something, so I always developing. So I'm not till I'm done, you know, then I'm done. But uh, until then, I'm I'm locked in.
5: Yeah. Right. If you were to guess about a time frame for your next fight, are you just kind of waiting for that last minute phone call to maybe fill in and somebody, or do you think it's somebody uh, uh, at the end of the year?
6: I mean, all I need. I would prefer not to have a last minute phone call just because of the sparring thing, right? Like to kind of update the round of the sparring, but but technically, like theoretically, I'm I'm ready to fight. I'm ready to fight now. Like I'm. Six weeks uh, And six weeks I can fight And I can fight sooner than that But I'll prefer at least six weeks Just to, just to bump up a few days But I'm ready to yeah. fight
4: yeah. You yeah. need a camp, you need a, camp you, need, you need a little yeah. camp That's Yeah,
6: you know, a little camp a little camp. I don't need to get in shape I, If anything, I'm just trying to Maintain a high level of training But not too much to where I'm cooking myself You know, something that I can keep consistently um, And then camp yeah. comes And I can step up just a little bit, peak Boom, I'm ready to go
0: Hell, yeah.
1: Okay. Um, well, guys, we're just about up on, uh, on our time here. Ryan, I, I want to thank you for calling in, and we really appreciate you, your calling in and, and taking the time. Uh, we wish you a lot Not of problem. luck. And when you're going to fight the next time, please give us a week's notice so we can get you on and you can, uh, we can get some uh, publicity for you. Uh, we'd be glad to do that any time.
6: Pet I appreciate camp, you guys. Man. Thank you so much. Hey,
5: we're yeah. waiting for you to pounce on somebody, brother. We know you're going to be a champ soon here. ain't going to be much okay. longer. You
6: know I can we'll pounce on them like a tiger on a hungry day, We're There
1: you go. That's right, baby. <laughs> <laughs> That's You're in South Florida. to be a panther,
6: right? What's that?
1: If you're in South Florida, it's got to be a panther, right? Oh, pounce on yeah. like a panther
6: no doubt.
5: <laughs> <laughs> definitely yeah, out yeah. here, man. Yeah. Hey, can uh, anyone to lead us out? Yeah, absolutely great show. Thank you, Brian, for coming on again. We love you, man. You are definitely our favorite and I
6: want to you I know,
5: see you. you be a champ here soon with that bell on TV, man. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, thanks to all no the White Words family and to the boys tonight for coming on and uh, always a pleasure and can't wait till next week. Yeah. Somebody's
0: happy
5: out there. It must be on his motorcycle. Caden, you want to go Caden's next? Caden's probably running from the cops. <laughs> Caden? Hey, Bob. You want, leave? you want to
1: be next up?
3: Yeah. Sounds good. Thanks. Uh, thanks again, everyone. Another great week. Good fights tonight. Uh, we're already missing a few. I think, uh, Frank, earlier one of the fights you were talking about was something that happened tonight. looked like there was a, a knockout uh, in the first round uh, in the early pre But missed all that. i heading there now so we can uh, get it on the tube. Um, everyone have a great, blessed week. Uh, uh, God bless. Keep your eyes up and your chin down. Talk to you next week.
1: Hey, Bob, tell the captain we appreciate everything she's done with uh, the service and uh, everything she's done with you. All right. Sounds good.
3: Commander, well, I'll let her know. Commander, I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> okay. All
1: right. Bye-bye, guys. Hey, right, Take care. Caden, you there?
2: Yeah, I'm in. i realized I of... was on mute. Yeah, uh, 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 you got to be awake.
1: What did you say? you gotta be awake
2: to hear this. Oh yeah. Uh yeah. So, Bob, thanks for always uh helping me out with the MMA. Ty, Zito, Thanks you for always being on point with the boxing. Uh shout out to you, Grammy. I know you're listening. Um and uh we well, I'm here for a long time, but for a good time. I'll see y'all next time.
5: All righty.
4: Hey B Oh man, another wonderful show. Y'all just made my week. Uh, I want to thank Tony, definitely. Uh, I want to thank Bob, Caden. Definitely want to thank Tony, or, or Brock, I'm sorry, Brian, good fella, And mm-hmm. I want to thank all my Fighting Words family. Anyone wants to hear any Fighting Words, please do call. These shows in the memory of Bob, Coach Mel, and Dr. Chris. Thanks. I want to
1: thank everybody for being on. Uh, Brian, it's always a, a good so good interview. We appreciate everybody's uh, uh, input for tonight and every other night. We want to say uh, thank you to, again, to the members of the, uh, the United States Armed Forces that uh, keep us free. Freedom is not free, and we all know that, especially the Gold Star parents. Um, we'll be back next week with uh, another good show uh, and a couple good interviews uh, that we'll be g- getting this this weekend. So um, uh, these 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 shows are always in, in memory of Bob, Dr. Chris, and Coach Mel, uh, and they're also dedicated to those who dead, lost their lives in line of duty: Deputy Robert Anthony Carroll, Patrolman Jeffrey Curtis, Patrolman uh, <clears throat> excuse me, Jeffrey Holcat, uh, Patrolman uh, Jeffrey Yazowitz, Sergeant Thomas Bader, Detective Randy Bell, and Detective British Hillers. San Diego Officer Mike Henler, Sergeant Tom Wilson, Charlotte County Sheriff's Department. Patrolman Charlie Condit, Tarpett Springs Police Department. Deputy Chief Mike Godwin, Philadelphia Fire Department, Lieutenant Joyce Craig Lewis, Philadelphia Fire Department. Sergeant James O'Connor, Philadelphia Police Department. Sergeant Charles LeVate. Uh, I'm sorry, Chris Levate, Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department. Patrolman and Uncle Christman, Lakeland PD, Lieutenant Joe Zerba, Newcastle County Police. Patrol Deputy Jack Meyer, Nassau County Sheriff's Department. Captain Matt Latourna, Philadelphia Fire Department. Captain Chris Leach, Wilmington Fire Department. Lieutenant Arta Pope, Wilmington Fire Department. Lieutenant Jerry Ficus, Wilmington Fire Department. Trooper Joe Bullock, Florida Highway Patrol. Trooper Chelsea Richards, Florida Highway Patrol. Chief Al Hogle, Longo Key Police Department. Chief Jimmy Ford, Wilmington Fire Department. Deputy Mike Har- Harwick, Knowledge County Sheriff's Department and Deputy Blaine Lane, Oak County Sheriff's Department. My brothers and sisters, know we may be 10-7 at, at this point in time. Sometime we're going to be 10-10 at the table of the Lord. Until that time when the rose rays up to meet you, may the winds be always at your back. May the rains fall softly on your fields, the sunshine light lightly on your face. Until we meet again, may the good Lord keep you and your families always in the hollow of his hands. Good night. God bless and have a great week.
7: Shema lekma Yilama, Shema Hezah Yilamah Son HaShem Nevor HaTfen
1: County dispatched in nineteen ninety nine. County dispatched in nineteen ninety nine. County dispatched in nineteen ninety nine. All units be advised. Nineteen ninety nine response to his last emergency. May God rest his soul.